Aloha. Welcome to LDS Real People Real Lives Podcast. I'm Stephanie Colvin and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And if you're new, welcome. With the most recent announcement coming out from the First Presidency, I felt compelled to talk about the prophets, their roles, and uh, what they do for us here on earth. Um, it always takes me back to the hymn, you know, to thank thee, O God, for a prophet to guide us in these latter days, and I am truly grateful. I turned to my LDS Gospel Library app, and in the Institute section, under the Teachings of the Living Prophet Student Manual, there's a chapter there called um, The Living Prophet, the President of the Church, and that's chapter 2. And I just wanted to share some of the information and awesome, great quotes coming from prior presidents and apostles about the role of the First Presidency, specifically the prophet. So we know that the president of the church uh, presides over all priesthood quorums and the general membership of the church. And President James E. Faust of the First Presidency at one time explained that the prophet, he is a senior apostle on the earth, and he has been ordained and set apart as the prophet, seer, and revelator to the world. He has been sustained as the president of the church, and he is the presiding high priest over all the priesthood on the earth. He alone holds and exercises all the keys of the kingdom under the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the head of this church and is the chief cornerstone. What I love about this quote is how President Faust brings us back into remembrance and that the prophet has been sustained as the president of Christ's church here on earth and that only he holds the keys and that he's over all the earth, not just the members of the church. Um, and that was an interesting discussion that I had with someone this week uh, as we were talking about the most recent message that came from the first presidency yesterday. Elder Marky Peterson, he was an apostle at one time, and he testified that the living prophet is the Lord's spokesman to the church and to the world. People who are not members of this church may not sense the great significance attached to his ministry. Even some Latter-day Saints have not yet discovered it. But the president of the church is in fact a prophet raised up in these last days to give inspired guidance, not only to Latter-day Saints, but to all mankind everywhere. I really enjoy this particular quote and teaching because once again it reinforces that the prophet is the prophet for the whole world and that he was sent to us in these latter days to give inspired guidance. And I think, you know, he's right. There's some even latter-day saints who don't realize this um, or maybe forget I know that it can be difficult sometimes to reconcile maybe something that you had a strong belief in and then something came from the prophet that was very contrary to that. And so you have to do the work. And that simple formula is always going to be prayer, be believing, be faithful, study it out, meditate, ponder, continue to pray. And I think about it all day long as often as I can. I talk to the Lord in my mind and um, that's how I acquire answers and the answers don't always come quickly. Uh, excuse the background noise. I've got family here at the home and there's a lot of traffic right now so I apologize. 
President Boyd K. Packer shared a wonderful story of him with President Spencer W. Kimball when Kimball was the prophet of the church. He says, in 1976, following a conference in Copenhagen, Denmark, President Spencer W. Kimball invited us to a small church to see the statues of Christ and the Twelve Apostles by Bertel Thorvaldsen. The Christus stands in an alcove beyond the altar. Standing in order along the sides of the chapel are the statues of the Twelve, with Paul replacing Judas Iscariot. President Kimball told the elderly caretaker that at the very time Thorvaldsen was creating those beautiful statues in Denmark, a restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ was taking place in America, with apostles and prophets receiving authority from those who held it anciently. Gathering those present closer to him, he said to the caretaker, We are living apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ. And pointing to Elder Pinagar, he said, Here is a seventy like those spoken of in the New Testament. We were standing near the statue of Peter, whom the sculptor depicted holding keys in his hand, symbolic of the keys of the kingdom. And President Kimball said, We hold the real keys as Peter did, and we use them every day. Then came an experience I will never forget. President Kimball, this gentle prophet, turned to President Johann H. Benthin of the Copenhagen Stake, and a commanding voice said, I want you to tell every religious leader in Denmark that they do not hold the keys. I hold the keys. There came to me that witness known to Latter-day Saints, but difficult to describe to one who has not experienced it. A light, a power coursing through one's very soul. And I knew that in very fact, here stood the living prophet who held the keys. So the prophet has the powers, gifts, and blessings that enable him to officiate in any office of the church. And Elder Bruce R. McConkie taught that the prophet is the earthly head of the kingdom of God, the supreme officer of the church, the president of the high priesthood of the church, or in other words, the presiding high priest over the high priesthood of the church. And his duty is to preside over the whole church. He is the one man on earth at a time who can both hold and exercise the keys of the kingdom in their fullness. And by the authority vested in him, all ordinances of the gospel are performed. All teaching of the truths of salvation is authorized. And through the keys which he holds, salvation itself is made available to men of his day. God's house is always a house of order. It's like that in heaven and it's like that here on earth. And Heavenly Father has made covenants with us as we've made covenants with Him. And He's also made some additional promises that we can hold fast to. President Gordon B. Hinckley explained how the priesthood keys continue from Prophet Joseph Smith to the current living prophet in this dispensation. That same authority which Joseph held, those same keys and powers which were the very essence of His divinely given right to preside, were by him conferred upon the twelve apostles with Brigham Young at their head. Every president of the church since then has come to that most high and sacred office out of the council of the twelve, and each of these men has been blessed with the spirit and power of revelation from on high. There has been an unbroken chain from Joseph Smith Jr. to Spencer W. Kimball. Of that, I bear solemn witness and testimony before you this day. Side note, he says Spencer W. Kimball because that was the current prophet at the time that he said this. Continuing with his quote, This church is built upon the sure word of prophecy and revelation. 
built, as Paul wrote to the Ephesians, upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So we understand very clearly being members of the church, Christ's church here on earth, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, that the prophet is a servant of the Lord. Christ is the chief cornerstone of the Church of Jesus Christ, and the prophet is his megaphone. He only tells us the things that he is told, either through the Spirit or Christ himself, that are inspired that we need to hear for today. Um, and this is really important. I think it's one of the biggest reasons why I love being a part of the gospel is because I know that when times get confusing, I can rely on the prophet. And that's huge for me. Um, and I think it's probably for a lot of people, uh, and it should be for you to remember that when we have confusion and we've got ideologies and opinions and they're facing off with each other, that we can always go to the Lord and we can turn to his living prophet here on earth and receive the guidance that we need the most at the time that we need the most. President Ezra Taft Benson said of the prophet, Of all mortal men, we should keep our eyes most firmly fixed on the captain, the prophet, seer, and revelator, and president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is the man who stands closest to the fountain of living waters. There are some heavenly instructions for us that we can only receive through the prophet. And a good way to measure your standing with the Lord is to see how you feel about and act upon the inspired words of this, his earthly representative, the prophet president. The inspired words of the president are not to be trifled with. All men are entitled to inspiration and various men are entitled to revelation for their particular assignment. But only one man stands as the Lord's spokesman to the church in the world, and he is the president of the church. The words of all other men should be weighed against his inspired words. And we know that our modern-day prophet is President Russell and Nelson. And it's so interesting because I, maybe, I don't know, I, I, maybe I've never paid attention before. I didn't notice before, but he is a prophet that seems to be attacked often and regularly. Um... And I love him with my whole heart. I know that he truly has been called to the Lord. And I am grateful to him for being worthy enough to converse with Jesus Christ and to guide us here on earth. So why did I feel compelled to share this? I have an interesting story that I wanted to share and as always staying true to the premise of this particular podcast i'm going to be sharing personal stories and struggles um also faith experiences that my husband and i have had um in the gospel as well and most recently it's uh been a lot for us and uh, just a huge challenge I think that most of you know that we live in uh, California and our governor love him or hate him 
has mandated that particular personnel of the state is going to be um, mandated to have the vaccine. And that was a really hard one for us because, and I'm just gonna be very open. I don't know what your personal thoughts are about the vaccine and the mask, but for myself and my husband, um, following personal stories and just from people that we know and resources and things that we um, pay attention to, none of the feedback has been positive about the vaccine. I read an article today about a cruise ship that just came into uh, Mexico from the United States. Uh, they all had to be vaccinated to be on the cruise ship. And the ones who had caught COVID, of course, were all vaccinated. Um, so we have a concern taking the shot, knowing very well that most of the people that we know that took the vaccination immediately got sick for 24, 48 to 72 hours. But then we're also very aware of the others who have died from it or have endured um, some type of brain swelling, um, blood issues in the brain, um, just all kinds of horrible things that you would never want to put yourself at risk for, especially when you know that if you become incapacitated to do your job, um, your livelihood, everything you have goes away. Uh, and then who's going to take care of you if you live through it? And so it's just, I, I wanted and my husband wanted to wait for more time for this to pass and um, see the information that's coming back as people have taken the vaccination and time has passed and find out what their experience has been and look at the statistics and then listen to the real people with the real stories. Um, with the masks, again, everybody seems to be anywhere on the spectrum regarding the masks. However, myself, when you buy the masks, it says clearly on the box, it does not protect you from COVID-19. And there's more and more evidence about the mask being very harmful when you're wearing it all day. Um, so I don't believe in the masks either. I don't think the masks stop anything. And um, that is my belief in the direction that I was coming from. So um, when my husband received the email on Wednesday, I believe it was, that um, Governor Newsom, who's our governor here, had mandated that all teachers take the vaccine by October 15th. And if not, they will submit to uh, a weekly test. Um, and if you've had that test, you know how uncomfortable and miserable it can be. Uh, we had some major concerns and I and our marriage and relationship bear the responsibility and the burden for um, acquiring information between myself and my husband, talking about it, discussing it, and then making the hard choices. What are we going to do? So again, this came in Wednesday. By Thursday morning, I had already prayed several times, meditated on it, um, spoke with Heavenly Father throughout the day, just asking Him to please guide us to do the right thing because I was ready to defend ourselves, um, to defend our right to have a choice as to whether or not we want to do that and whether or not we want to wear a mask all day. Um, and if that meant that um, something would happen with our livelihood and security, then so be it. And just to rely on the Lord 
and my faith to be able to recoup and start over. I mean, I've done it already three times in my life, so, but it's scary because we're comfortable. We're comfortable, we love where we live, and um, Heavenly Father has provided for us well here. So even Thursday morning when my brother got home from work at 6.45 in the morning, I was up early in the morning because I had my grandson, and um, he came in and asked, you know, what was going on, and I shared with him my concerns about this mandate for the teachers, and uh, expressed to him that we were willing to make some very hard choices so that uh, my husband didn't have to have this vaccine shot. And so again, this was Thursday morning, just yesterday. I believe it was um, August 12th. And uh, I was, I had not received an answer yet. And I was trying so hard to clear my mind because I'm so confused. I thought I knew for sure how to feel about this and what to do, how to take care of my family, how to protect us. And uh, I just thoroughly confused. So by noon, my husband had asked me if I had seen the email that came out from the first presidency and I had not seen it. And, uh, we sat down and he showed it to me and I read it and all I can do is just share my personal experience in hopes that the spirit can work with you and your heart and your mind and your faith on where you stand when it comes to listening to the prophet and obeying the wise counsel that comes from that office. When I read the letter that came from the first presidency, it was actually, I was very surprised and it was a shocking for me. It was a shocking letter from the first presidency. Um, I never really thought that they would come out and say anything directly. However, we knew that they got the vaccines and, um, of course kept that in my mind and felt that was very important to consider. I do understand that president Nelson is, uh, a heart doctor and his many accomplishments here in his career. Also that Dallin Oaks um, was a judge and should of course understand the constitution probably better than myself. And um, I'm just gonna quickly read what it said. And it says this, the first presidency of the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints sent the following message on Thursday, August 12th, 2021 to the church members around the world. So this is the first presidency, President Nelson, first and second council are talking to us directly and they even say that it's a message to the members dear brothers and sisters we find ourselves fighting a war against the ravages of covid19 and its variants an unrelenting pandemic i'm so sorry about the background noise we want to do all we can to limit the spread of these viruses we know that protection from the diseases they cause can only be achieved by immunizing a very high percentage of the population to limit exposure to these viruses we urge the use of face masks in public meetings whenever social distancing is not possible 
To provide personal protection from such severe infections, we urge individuals to be vaccinated. Available vaccines have proven to be both safe and effective. We can win this war if everyone will follow the wise and thoughtful recommendations of medical experts and government leaders. Please know of our sincere love and great concern for all of God's children. The First Presidency, Russell M. Nelson, Dallin A. Jokes, and Henry B. Eyring. So that's very pointed. The direction and the message is crystal clear. And as soon as I got done reading that, and those of you who are listening to me, you know what it's like when the Holy Ghost testifies to you. Remember, one of his names is Truth Testator. He teaches nothing but the truth. And I felt instantly that this was an answer to my prayers. Now, does that mean that I'm running out to get the vaccine with my husband? No. Um, What it means is that I take it very seriously and I want to be faithful and obedient. Um, But unfortunately, my mind is having a hard time wrapping around it because I've been so against it for so long. Um, But I am grateful to have a testimony of President Nelson myself. I've taken time to acquire a testimony of who he is and get to know him um, so that I can understand him and believe in him and have faith in him as the prophet of Christ Church here on earth. And uh, I will follow that guidance. Um, I support my husband and I believe that when we're faithful and obedient um, that we're going to be okay because faith precedes the miracle. I do believe that through our lives, we have several Abrahamic tests. This might be one of them. Um, Hidden secretly in the back of my mind, I hope that with uh, the governor's recall in September, that he's recalled and that the mandate goes away and that we continue to be allowed to make the choice, the choice whether or not we want to put this experimental shot into our body. But here again, This is the prophet. I believe in him. The spirits told me that this is the answer. And so now it's just bringing my heart and my mind around in line with the spirit of God and the prophet of God. So with that, I wanted to share a quote from President Wilford Woodruff. Um, He declared that we can have full confidence in the direction of the prophet that's leading the church today. And this is why. The Lord will never permit me or any other man who stands as president of this church to lead you astray. It is not in the program. It is not in the mind of God. If I were to attempt that, the Lord would remove me out of my place. And so he will any other man who attempts to lead the children of men astray from the oracles of God and from their duty. I'd like to also go on and share another quote from President Harold B. Lee. He says, you keep your eye upon him who the Lord called. And I say to you now, knowing that I stand in this position, you don't need to worry about the president of the church ever leading people astray because the Lord would remove him out of his place before he would ever allow that to happen. So me being me, I always go to the good books as we're taught. It's a simple formula to reinforce what I know to be true that um, by searching, seeking out this information, it gives an opportunity for the Holy Ghost to continue to bring me along and testify to my heart and mind and my spirit um, 
of the truthfulness of this message and guidance from our first presidency. Um, I reached out to a very good friend of mine who I have the most high adoration for. I love him. Lots of respect. Um, I go to him often when I want to hear another's opinion about maybe what's going on in the church and policies and changes and adjustments and things like that. And he's having a very hard time with this message that was put out yesterday. And um, he's very adamant that the uh, shot will be harmful to him and his family and they will not be participating in the vaccination or the masking. And you know what? It didn't really shock me. I, I kind of expected it, but I'm just sharing this because I just want you guys to understand this is somebody who's held high callings during my membership and, and activity in the church. So it's someone that I, I hold in high esteem. And I felt like reaching out to him that I could somehow get some confirmation that the direction the Spirit's taking me in is the right way. I didn't get that. So I was shook for a hot second. Um, that's how much I respect this gentleman. But what came to me right, I mean, the moment that I was shook and I was kind of floundering and like, oh my gosh, what's going on? The Spirit spoke to my heart immediately. This is the prophet of the church. This person is no longer holding these callings within the church, therefore not under the mantle and the priesthood authority of those callings. This person is just a person who has just as many faults and issues and goods and bads and wonderfuls and you know all the all the stuff that comes with just being human and um even too he is having a hard time so we know that in the latter days that even the elect and the chosen ones are going to be fooled um and that information just kind of basically what i learned because remember, the Holy Ghost is a truth teacher. It's okay. It's okay for all of us to have our different beliefs and thoughts and choices and decisions when it comes to the things that are going on in the world. And it's so confusing because it's like you have two different ideologies battling it out on the world stage. And I can't help but see Lucifer's hand on both sides. So here I am navigating these ideologies, trying to figure out what's right and wrong and where we stand, um, as I truly believe that our country is in great peril. And uh, here the prophet comes out and gives a message of pure inspiration, revelation, comfort, and peace. And I'm going to glom all over to that. That's what I'm going to do. And even though my mind still logically cannot understand, and I do battle my mind quite often about this, especially in the last 24 hours, I always go back to the fact that this came from the first presidency and what we're taught from the prior prophets who have held that calling here on earth. I hold them to it. I hold them to the fact that they've taught this. And the fact that the prophet will never lead us astray. So I push forward in faith. 
and I trust him and I'm taking it one day at a time taking it one day at a time with my husband who this can be very challenging for there's a lot of changes this year from book to school schedule to they have to wear masks all day and you know he's got OCD and so these things can be very challenging and difficult for him but I'm grateful that Christ and Father loves us enough to give us a modern day living prophet to guide us during these times on earth when things are so in so much in upheaval and things are just so confusing um I feel my heart is rest assured that even though I may not understand the ins and outs and the whys, that the prophet, who is a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, will never lead us astray, and that Christ only asks us to do the things that are good for us. And I just want to leave you with that. I don't know if you guys have been having this issue yourself. But it's a big deal here in California. And uh, I just felt like it really needed to be talked about. This is LDS Real People Real Lives. And we're talking about the real things that we're dealing with in the world. And being members of Christ's only church here on earth. And how we use the gospel of Jesus Christ to reconcile the heart in our lives. (laughs) I'm sorry for being emotional. I'm just so grateful to have the gift of the Holy Ghost to lead me and guide me to walk beside me to protect me and to show me the way so I leave this with you in the name of Jesus Christ Amen thank you so much for listening this week Um, I would love to hear your feedback so please do not hesitate to DM me on Instagram at ldsrprlpodcast or you can email me at ldsrealpeoplerealives at gmail.com. And again, that's plural. ldsrealpeoplerealives at gmail.com. Um, please, please, please stay safe, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay faithful. And please remember to be kind because we're all fighting heart battles. And we just need to be kind to one another. Until next week, much love. And God bless.